There's so much health advice floating around, online, among friends, but who can you really trust? Trust the experts. Listen to the world's brightest medical minds, our very own Cleveland Clinic experts. We ask them real questions, tough and intimate health questions, and we get real answers, all originally recorded live. Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Nara Youssef, and you're listening to Health Essentials Podcast by Cleveland Clinic. Today, we're broadcasting from Cleveland Clinic main campus here in Cleveland, Ohio, and we're here with Dr. Jeffrey Brown. So nice to have you. Dr. Brown is a family medicine physician, as well as an assistant professor at Cleveland Clinic Learner College of Medicine and Heritage College Osteopathic Medicine. And today, we're talking about shingles. But before we get into topic, I want to ask you some questions, kind of off topic to get to know you better. Sure. All right. So let's start with um, profession. If you weren't a physician today, what would you be? Well, probably a teacher. teacher. Um, I was already a software developer for 15 years before medical school. Um, but ever since I was a little boy, I just was fascinated with medicine. Uh, I spent some time in the hospital and saw some of the other children there mm -hmm. and realized that they were much sicker than me. And from that moment, I just knew I wanted to be a doctor. Yeah. But, you know, life takes you in different directions and just didn't work out at first, but the calling never left. Yeah. So I already did that. But if it weren't for medicine now, I also love teaching. My father was a teacher. And uh, a big part of being a doctor is teaching. Right. Uh, you know, you're... Um, your patients. I teach the medical students, also our uh, our staff as well. Mm -hmm. I just like to explain things that I think are interesting. Wow, great! And how long were you in development? About fifteen years. Wow, it's a it's a nice transition you made. Um, how about your best travel destination? Well, in general, I would say my best one is always going to be the next. Yes, but true. But Hawaii was just wonderful. Did you go to Maui or would you? I go? went to Maui. I went to Maui. Um, I was actually visiting my brother in Tokyo wow. and on the return trip, which was also fabulous. But on the return trip, you know, why not stop off in Maui? <laughs> and it's the kind of place where you get off the plane and the air yes. in the airport smells clean. Everything. And everyone is friendly yeah. and smiling. And yeah. Yeah, Hawaii is I've wonderful. been to Maui. It is a beautiful place. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how about a favorite all-time concert? Favorite all-time concert? Um, I would say Jimmy Buffett, um, right. just because everyone's happy, yes. or uh, James Taylor, because we sat in the front row. Wow. And there's good. just something, it's a different experience no matter what show you're in when you're that close to the performer. Any upcoming concerts you want to go to? Um, well, I have a seven-year-old at home, mm -hmm. so unfortunately, concerts kind of go by the wayside for the next 10 years yeah. or so. Or maybe um, take her to something. Oh, sure. Yeah. When, she, when she picks one, I'll take her. You'll take her. Okay, yeah. great. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into discussion. I want to talk about shingles. Let's first sure. talk very general. What are shingles? Yes. Simplest way to think of it is it is a very painful rash hmm. that occurs mostly when you're 50, sometimes sooner, but 50 is kind of the uh, turning point where people get shingles. It's painful. Um, and it comes because you got chicken pox when you were younger. Okay. So you have to have had chicken pox right. in your previous year to, to get right. shingles. And what happens is when you're a child, or adults can get chicken pox, but typically when you're a child, you get chicken pox, your body fights off the virus. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't get rid of the virus. 
the virus kind of goes into hiding and the place it chooses is right outside your spinal cord at the base of a nerve and it just sits there quietly for years and years we call that latency and then at some point when you get older about 50 or even more so at 60 the virus decides to wake up go for a walk and that rash starts all up again the pain starts all up again I almost think of it as chickenpox the sequel <laughs> so it's always an inactive vac- uh, a virus that's right. always in your body after chickenpox right so what are the symptoms well typically it starts with pain mm-hmm. um, people often describe the pain as burning or stabbing or aching sometimes an itch okay so the pain is located in a certain area or you're talking about just like chronic pain yeah certain area area. and that all goes back to the fact that uh, as i said once your body fights off the initial chicken pox infection Mm -hmm. and the virus goes into hiding it picks a nerve or two and that's what makes the whole episode of shingles the pain and the rash tend to be in a location Mm. because the virus starts out in a nerve And when it wakes up, it walks down that nerve. And the nerve goes in a very specific area, classically around your midsection or your lower back, Mm -hmm. from the back to the front. Okay. And that's why you see a classic line, because that's where the nerve goes. Mm -hmm. Where the nerve goes is where the virus goes. Right, right. So there's certain locations that shingles pops up? Mm -hmm. Because my family member got it on his neck. Yeah. And he's not 50, by the way. Right. <laughs> but um, on the, so it comes also on your neck. Is that right? On your head, I heard it can mm-hmm. also pop. Why is it only those certain locations? Is there a reason? Well, it can be anywhere. Okay. But again, because of the virus wanting location. to stick in a nerve right. and the distribution of a nerve, okay. if it happens to go into hiding in the neck, mm-hmm. when it wakes up, it goes down the neck. If it happens to go into hiding in the lower back, it wakes up and goes around the lower back. Okay. Now, why lower back and midsection? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But it does tend to go those two places first. And then ne- head and neck can be another common location. Okay. But anywhere a nerve travels, you can get it on the arm. You can get it on the leg. Um, it will go. So before the rash appears, is there are the symptoms just pain? Right. Okay. And But this, again, is something where shingles can be very variable. About 75% of people will get the pain first. Okay. You still have some people where the rash and the pain come together. I see. You have some people where first you get the rash and then you get the pain. Okay. But the most common general presentation is pain for about two to three days Mm -hmm. in a specific area, which can cause confusion because let's say that area is right over where your gallbladder is. People think, oh my gosh, I'm having a gallbladder attack, but it's not, it's shingles. And then three days later, up comes the rash. So it takes about three days when you have the pain for the rash to appear? Typically, yes. Okay. And what does the rash look like? Is it just like a normal rash, kind of bumpy? Is it blistery? Is it, mm-hmm. what does it look like? Disgusting? <laughs> well, it starts out bumpy, starts yes. out as little red bumps, little red dots that are raised. And then after about, of course, the seven to 10 days, the rash moves from um, red bumps, red raised bumps to blisters, Ooh. and then the blisters scab over. Wow, so that's every single shingles episode is gonna get blistery in seven to 10 days before it clears. 
The vast majority, yes. Okay. So the whole point of this discussion is to talk about what to look for. Right. And oftentimes in medicine, there are things which, you know, medicine, your rash doesn't read a textbook. So you will find the bizarre case that doesn't appear like that. But yes, the great majority of the time, pain first, two mm -hmm. to three days, then a rash for about seven to ten days. That rash goes from red bumps to blisters. The blisters may pop open, then the blisters scab over. Wow. So once I have shingles once, mm -hmm. can it come back again? It can. It um, can. About one to four percent of people will get it a second time. Wow. So you get chicken pox first, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get shingles and then you can get shingles again. So it's an inactive, right. it just kind of right. You wakes still, up. You still never get rid of the virus. You know, okay. the virus goes to sleep. Um, no cure for that. No cure for that. Right. right. Um, now, how do I know if it's shingles or just some other rash? Right, and this is a tricky part. What I mentioned, where sometimes the rash will go to, a, it'll pick a spot of the body right. and you might think it's a gallbladder. You might think you're having a heart attack. Right. So you really can't tell if it's shingles until the rash appears. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, sometimes you may just say, hey, the pain is in that location. Right. So maybe it's shingles, even before the rash. But it is that classic distribution. Uh, the fancy word is dermatomal pattern. So okay. derm, skin, tome, yeah. where it goes. Okay. And you will see this rash in that stripe-like pattern. So and your relative who had it, it was on the neck, mm -hmm. but it would not have been up on the forehead. I see. Or not likely, right. because that's a separate nerve, a separate oh. dermatome. And it may go to one or two dermatomes together, but typically will not go lower back and neck. Depending on where that vein is traveling. Right, the nerve. Or the yeah. nerve, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. All right, so if I was vaccinated for chicken pox, mm -hmm. does that clear me from having shingles as an adult? If you were vaccinated for chicken pox, yeah. uh, yes, because you don't get the actual virus. Okay. So the whole point of shingles is it is the virus doing the work. Yeah. You know, again, like I said, chicken right. pox, the sequel. Right. Kind of like in a horror movie, you know, the monster comes along. <laughs> right. You kill the monster, you get rid of the monster, and, and then back. years later, he's back. Right. So if you were to Google, you know, you will find some extremely rare cases. Like I said before, viruses don't read textbooks. Right. Um, there was one single documented case of a child who got the chickenpox vaccine and then got shingles. One mm. case that we know of. Right. Okay. So for the most part, if you get the vaccine, no, you're not going to get shingles. Okay. So I know this can get a little confusing, but so I just wanted, again, to clarify. So if I don't even get chicken pox as a child, right. then there is no way I'm getting shingles as an adult. Correct. correct? Yes. Okay. However, however, <laughs> and this is the big thing with, um, with shingles. And when mm -hmm. people have shingles, you know, we say, Hey, grandpa has shingles, you know, be careful. Don't, don't get around grandpa. Right. Um, for one thing, it's the blister stage. When the rash turns into blisters, that's when you can transmit the virus. So it's highly contagious when highly contagious. the blisters appear. Right. Before that, nothing? Not contagious? Before that, not contagious. Once it scabs over, mm -hmm. not contagious. Okay. So going back to your question before, if you never had chicken pox, yeah. right, someone has shingles, the blisters form, you touch the blisters, Oof. you can then get chicken pox. So it's spread from the fluid from the blister onto someone else. Right. 
that does not mm. sound pretty. <laughs> um, okay, well, um, is it a life-threatening condition? It can be. Um, and again, this is also where we're talking about rare cases. Right. Um, but yes. But uh, mostly not? Mostly not. Mostly not. Okay. But mostly can cause an awful lot of pain. And this is why we're so big on the shingles vaccine is yes. because you don't want to underestimate that pain. Okay. The pain tends to last about three to five weeks. Wow. Right. <laughs> about 10 to 15% of people who get shingles, yeah. that pain can go on for three to six months or more. Okay, so tell me they take something for that. <laughs> for the pain? Right. I mean, and the rash is different, but then the pain, right? Right. right. That pain that happens later on. Mm -hmm. um, the initial pain, we call that acute. Acute is the fancy word for, you know, happen right now and happen fast. Um, the acute pain comes with a rash. Okay. The whole course tends to last about three to five weeks, start to finish. But then the secondary pain is something we call post-herpatic neuralgia. Okay. So post-herpatic neuralgia. Right. Because the shingles virus, which is the same virus as chickenpox virus, right. is in the herpes family. It is. Okay. Right? So it's not genital herpes. Yeah. But it's almost like, you know, if you have a Toyota Camry and a Toyota Corolla. Yeah. You know, they're both not the same, but the same brand. Right. Yeah. So the shingles virus is the same family as the genital herpes virus, which is why we say post-herpetic. Right. Post-herpetic, okay. you knocked down the virus a second time, okay. but now this neuralgia, painful nerves. Mm. And that nerve pain, which my father had, um, can be debilitating. Wow. People sometimes can't even wear a shirt yeah. because even though you might shake someone's hand or touch them if you just the light brushing movement, yeah. movement alone will cause unrelent, uh, unrelenting pain so the pain on the second phase you'd say is more painful than when you have the yes. rash yes okay now that phase as i said this post-herpetic neuralgia which can go 90 days or more that's about 10 to 15 percent of people okay so so there is a majority that do that not get pain at all Right, or they don't get that second pain. Yeah. Right. Okay. And but still, the thirty days, you know, three to five weeks of the initial pain is pretty awful too. Right. People can't go to work sometimes, right. and the point of the virus, I'm sorry, of the vaccine, is to lessen your chances of getting shingles in the first place. Right. You don't get shingles. You don't get that post-herpetic right. neuralgia. Right. Right. Okay. Well, is there a reason or a cause for shingles? Risk factors that we should know about? Yeah. Well, of course, the biggest risk factor is having had chickenpox. Yeah. Right? right. So, you know, I guess again, just to, you know, summarize and put things in perspective again, you're a child, you don't get the chickenpox vaccine, mm -hmm. so you wind up getting chickenpox. Your body fights off the chickenpox. That virus then goes into hiding mm -hmm. somewhere at the base of a nerve for years and years and years. Um, it does nothing. It just stays there quietly. Yeah. And then when you get older and your immune system gets a little bit weaker, mm. that's when the virus tends to wake up and say, aha, I'm going to cause shingles. Okay. So your immune system does a pretty good job of keeping that virus at bay, making sure it doesn't do anything. Okay. And then at some point in time, the virus realizes it can get around your immune system. So the biggest risk factors, of course, 
must have had chickenpox first. <laughs> Second risk factor would be age. Um, you know, children can't get it. I treat children. And oh, children do get shingles as well? About 0.26%. Oh, okay. <laughs> small. That is very small. So right. is that due to their immune system being pretty weak then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in most cases, it's children that may be treated for leukemia. I see. Or have some other underlying condition that mm. lowers their immune system. Sure. But every now and then, just who knows why. It just right. happens to happen. Right. So age is the biggest risk factor. Uh, women tend to get it more than men, oh. and African Americans tend to get it less. Oh. So a risk factor would be being white. Right. So if you're a white woman over the age of 50, mm-hmm. or really over the age of 60, you're really at the biggest risk. And uh, and a weak immune system. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about some of the prevention and treatments. Of course, we mm-hmm. have the vaccine. Right. Um, but let's talk about when you have the blister. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? I mean, there's rash meds. There's what kind of stuff do we? Unfortunately, there's not much. There's not? No. Um, So when the rash first happens, Mm -hmm. or really when the pain first happens, within about 72 hours, uh, we can give you a medicine called uh, acyclovir or Valtrex. Valtrex. Um, So these medicines help fight the virus. Okay. The unfortunate thing is they really do the most work within 72 hours. So if in the first 72 hours you can have the, you know, presence to say, oh, I think this could be shingles, get the acyclovir, it will lower the uh, severity of the disease. Okay. So everything will kind of happen more quickly. The rash won't be as bad. The pain won't be as bad. Your chances of this post-herpetic neuralgia will be much, much lower. So this is obviously a prescription, right? Right. So right. I guess I'm just thinking of time. Like if I'm getting pain, I don't know if mm-hmm. it's shingles until right. the rash comes after a few days. Right. So sometimes maybe I miss that window, right? Right. Well, typically if you get it within 72 hours of the rash oh, okay. is when of it's best. You want to give it before those blisters form. Okay. Certainly once you feel the pain, if you can do it then, that would be best. Okay. But the problem then becomes you know, someone thinks, oh gosh, what's this weird pain? Then they go away for the weekend, then the rash appears, right. then four or five days go by, and at that point, there's not a heck of a lot you can do. Okay, so if you are, uh, as a child, did not get the vaccine and you have chicken pox, you should get the shingles vaccine. If you, as a child, had chicken pox, yes, then as an adult, you should get the vaccine. You should definitely get the vaccine, right? Right. If you did not have chicken pox as a child, Uh uh, just stay away from people who have shingles. Okay, so what do people do when they have shingles? When when it's the blistery stage, just cover it up? Cover it up, basically, yes. Yeah, make sure that those blisters don't get uh, in contact with anyone. Are there any people that should not get the shingles vaccine? Well, um, mostly people who have a, a very much reduced immune system. Okay. That's pretty much it. Now this happens to be the second vaccine we have for shingles. Mm -hmm. And this vaccine actually does a lot better than the last one. The last one worked about 50% of the time. The new um, vaccine that you may have heard about called Shingrix will stop at 97% of the time. Wow, okay, much better. Yes. Okay, good. Any home remedies, natural remedies? Yeah, and again, unfortunately, not much. Mm. Uh, because as far as actually treating it, well, you got to treat the virus. Right, right. And we don't have much for that. But symptomatically, you know, yeah. just to treat the, the pain, to treat the, you know, the rash, 
Um, cold compresses, just okay. the cold soothing will work. Also, uh, oatmeal baths okay. can sometimes help. Good. And in general, I would say your body's own immune system does an amazing job. Yeah. And we sometimes don't give ourselves credit. Right. There was a study done back in 1918 when mm -hmm. a worldwide flu epidemic came about. Mm -hmm. They took a hospital and they said, this whole floor of people, you got the flu, you're going to stay in bed, you're not going to move, you're sick. They took another floor. They said, you people, once a day or twice a day, get out of bed, go outside, walk around the courtyard, get back in bed. 80% mm -hmm. of the people who walked lived. 80% of the people who didn't died. Wow. Just because we were allowing our body to uh, do its job. Right. So immune system is a huge thing. Oh, yes. So then I'm guessing stress might be a factor for your immune system, dietary, yes. anything like that? Is there stress. anything that... Stress can stress. definitely be a factor. Okay. Stress is an interesting thing because whether you're going through a really difficult time at work, maybe difficult family life, um, versus someone who is, say, in a war zone with right. bullets flying over their head, right. the response your body has in either situation to stress is the same. Wow. As far as the inflammation that happens, the adrenaline that goes. Um, so stress can definitely be a big factor. Yeah. There was also a study done which showed people who had head trauma or mm. injury to the head within a month of getting shingles were more likely to have the shingles appear on their head. On their head. Wow. It's just one study. Yeah. But yeah. It kind of does show how stress, yes, can play sure. a big effect. Yes. Stress seems to be a culprit to kind of everything, <laughs> not just most things. How about dietary remedies? Is there anything you should not eat if you're on shingles? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, other than just having a healthy diet. Healthy diet. You know? Yeah. For and your immune system, because I mean, it all yeah. relates. You know, there's a, a great thing that I've seen in clinic is people often say, uh, I think I have um, gluten intolerance, right? Mm. Separate topic. Yes. But we test them and, and they're not. And they say, I don't care. I'm going to go gluten free anyway. Mm. And they feel better, much better. And I don't think it's so much the gluten because they were not gluten intolerant, but our diets have so much in it yes. that grandma wouldn't cook. Right. And if grandma like won't what? make it, let's talk about well, it. Well, look at the back of, a, of anything, yeah. right? How many ingredients can you not pronounce? Right. We don't even know what it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. The amount of processed sugar, um, which again is a whole separate topic. Sure. But from just a very broad point of view, if you only eat what grew in the ground within 50 miles or yeah. 500 miles, you know. Okay. Good. No, well, let me ask you this. Now, you talked about the second vaccine that <clears throat> came mm -hmm. out. If you already had that first vaccine, right. should you go for the second? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, and if you've never had any, should you just do the second? Just do the second. So right. either or, go get the second. Go get the second. <laughs> okay. Yes. And All the right. second one is a two-dose series. So you get the first dose oh. um, whenever. Okay. And then two to six months later, you get the second dose. Okay. And it does cause some, it can cause some uh, mild just fatigue, okay. low-grade headache. Um, tends like to symptoms. last flu, not even flu-like <laughs> symptoms, yeah. but yeah, very, very low, low-grade flu-like, I guess you could cause it. Okay. Won't cause breathing trouble. Flu okay. is a breathing disease. I got the, the shingles vaccine and, you know, I think within 24 hours, I just wasn't feeling great. 
Yeah. Wasn't feeling sick. Yeah, you just didn't feel great. yourself. Yeah, and right. then I realized, oh, I had I had the shot the yesterday, yeah. and then the next yeah. day I was fine. Okay, good. Well, um, I kind of want to. Um, when I was researching this, there was a lot of. Um, I saw a lot of like myth kind of mm-hmm. myths mm-hmm. and facts mm-hmm. happening, and I wanted to kind of have like a little segment myth sure. or fact. So I'm gonna just bring it up, and you tell me if it's a myth or a fact, and yeah. explain your answer. Sure. So um, only older people get shingles. Well, myth. Um, however. Um, the vast majority of people get shingles. You know, okay. as I said before, a very, very small number of children can get it, particularly if you are someone who has a suppressed immune system. Sure. So leukemia and HIV uh, would be some in children or other rheumatologic diseases, particularly if they're on medicines that lower their immune system. Sure. So myth, uh, it is not only older people. Uh, the vast majority are older people. Okay. But We've been seeing even 20s and 30s and 40s much more of a increase in in patients. Mm -hmm. Okay, how about shingles uh, is a rare disease? Myth. Myth. Um, About 1.2 million people a year get shingles. Wow, 1.2 million. Uh, Worldwide, depending on you know which report you read, anywhere from 30 Mm -hmm. to 50 percent of people in their lifetime will get shingles. Wow. If you don't get the shot, the vaccine. Right. So should um, people go to their primary physician and just ask for it? Well, you can actually just go to a pharmacy. You can go to a pharmacy and get it done there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. just your, like a flu your shot. Your pharmacist is a doctor. Oh, you know, amazing. Doctor of yes. just drugs. Doctor of medicine. Doctor of, yeah. Great. Okay. So how about, well, I kind of feel like we answered this, but you can't get it more than once. Right. Yeah. <laughs> One to four percent of people will get it a second time, but the second time you get it, it will be a less severe outbreak than the okay. first time. And then stress can trigger it. Stress can trigger it, yeah. Okay, how about this one? It can cause vision loss. It can cause vision loss. It can. That's yes. terrifying. Um, yeah, that's, that's Is not, it depending on the location? Is it's, it if it's on your head? Right, it's depending on the location. So um, when it appears over around the eye. Mm-hmm. And the biggest warning sign of this is if the rash starts appearing and you get one of those little bumps on the tip of your nose that correlates with a much higher incident of possible vision loss the tip of your nose the tip of your nose so your hat you're seeing there's the rash ends up on the tip of your nose well not just the tip of the nose it will be there and spread around other parts of your face so something else that i didn't mention before with what does it look like yeah because the rash goes into hiding in the nerve base just outside the spinal cord, it will, the vast majority of the time, only be one side of the body. Oh. So if you ever Google the rash, you will see lots of pictures of people who have it on their face, and it's very clear. It just goes right down the middle and stops there and will stop around the top half of the face Hmm. if it's going to involve the eye. Um, And so it has to do with, again, what nerve the virus decides to settle down in after chickenpox. Okay. And if that happens to have been one of the cranial nerves, uh, the nerves that come from the brain and then go out, Mm -hmm. um, a nerve called the trigeminal nerve, then it will possibly um, affect your vision. So then the nerves in our, like going into our face are only one-sided, they don't kind of touch the whole face? Well, it's not that the nerves don't touch the whole face. Mm-hmm. It's that the virus picks one. You just have one. two nerves. Oh, okay. I see two nerves saying. around the back, two nerves around the face, and the virus is just picking one of them, and that's where it presents. Oh. Okay. Very good to know. 
a lot of information. How about, well, here's the next one. It can hurt or affect your brain. It can. It can. Yes. Like um, how does it affect the brain? Well, again, another rare um, presentation of shingles and most commonly in people who are immunosuppressed. Mm -hmm. But usually when we talk about shingles, we talk about the virus getting in the nerve that goes from the spinal cord away from the spinal cord. Okay, so, you know, so starts, starts your, there, starts but it there, goes away from goes it. goes away from it, down the arm, down the, the chest or yeah. lumbar. Um, but sometimes it can start there and go the other way. Right, right. And it's when it goes the other way that it can work its way up into the brain. Um, and even chickenpox can be life-threatening. Wow. So my question is this. When you talk about the pain that's associated with shingles, mm -hmm. the chronic pain that I read a lot yeah. about, is this chronic pain um, throughout your whole body or just in that location for those weeks that you were saying? Right. And what do people do about that kind of pain? Right. Um, that pain um, is uh, in that location. Okay. Yeah, it does. In it only in that. Stays in that location mm -hmm. where the rash was. Sure. And what do you do about the pain is a really tough one. Oh, man. Um, if you, depending on which sites you read, um, the National Institutes of Aging um, do recommend medications like gabapentin or Neurontin, mm -hmm. um, something called a tricyclic antidepressant. Antidepressant. Um, yeah, it's 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 a form of antidepressant that uh, can help with pain. Oh, okay. Um, pain just in general is is very very difficult to treat. Right. Um, as you may know, there's an opioid crisis that we've been right. trying to address. Right. Well, something like shingles, you know, the official recommendations for the National Institutes of Health don't recommend recommend opioids. Okay. But this is a kind of pain where, akin to cancer, sometimes opioids are needed. Right. We obviously try to avoid them as much as possible, but they do work better than just about anything else. Yeah, I mean, it's pain. Pain is pain, right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but in some forms of pain, in many forms of pain, opioids don't help. Right. Uh, shingles is a finite period of time, so that's why we say that the opioids may be okay. Mm -hmm. We're not expecting someone to need the opioids for years and years and years because the shingles tends not to do that. Right, right. All right, well... Um, we're kind of running out of time, but is there anything else you want to tell our um, audience or viewers, listeners, uh, what to do? Should they go get their vaccine? You know, any kind of prevention yeah. tips? Sure. Uh, I guess just to reiterate that the shingles vaccine definitely helps. Shingles can be awful. It can be painful. And we have a very good way now to prevent it. And we just went through a whole series of myths versus truths. You can look on the Internet and you can find information on pretty much anything you want. The reality is that you're better off getting the vaccine than not. Mm -hmm. Can you search and search and search and hear someone tell you that a single child did get shingles after getting the chickenpox vaccine? Mm -hmm. One person that we know of. Okay. But does that mean that you shouldn't get the shingles vaccine? That's no. Right you know, there are really three things that in all of history have really helped the health of people in the world. Yeah. And that is clean water, washing your hands, and vaccines. Okay. We have all sorts of medical advancements, all sorts of wonderful ways of treating people. But when you talk about the two billion people on this planet, mm -hmm. those three things are the simplest things, and those have done the more benefit than anything else we've got. So yes, vaccines.
And some people don't like vaccines. That's a whole separate topic. Mm -hmm. But my take has always been, you wouldn't argue about polio. Right, that's very true. So if you're okay with polio, hey, let's right. not get the pain of shingles. Right, right. Thank you. This is very, very informative. Thank you so much, Dr. Brown, for joining us. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure. And for more information or to make an appointment, call 866-320-4573 or visit www.clevelandclinic.org slash medicine institute. And thanks again for our listeners and viewers for joining us today. And to listen to more of our health essentials podcasts from our Cleveland Clinic experts, make sure you go to clevelandclinic.org slash HE podcast, or you can subscribe on iTunes. And for more health tips and information, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram at Cleveland Clinic, one word. Thank you so much for listening. This concludes this Cleveland Clinic Health Essentials podcast. Thank you for listening. Join us again soon.